Education of our children doesn't begin and end at academia. There is a spiritual responsibility on each parent and teacher to nurture and train a young soul spiritually. This is called Chinuch. Join Rabbi G every Monday at 2 p.m. as he explores education and Chinuch for parents and teachers. Torah isn't education, it's transformation. 101.9 We are back as we do every Monday between 2 to 3 where we discuss education, what's new around the world, what can we learn, what can we achieve, what can we do to make the world a better place, how can we be better people, how can we influence our families, our friends, just make the world a safer, better, and nicer place to be living in. I got to share with you, uh, during the past week and Somebody bumped into me and said, you know, I listen to your show quite often. And you, uh, as you know, I start, I always start with, um, I always start off with uh, how do we make the world a better place? How can we make ourselves better people? And people tell me, you know, uh, for the listener in the car listening, how do we make the world a better place? I think that's a bit of an exaggeration. I mean, there are leaders that can make the world a better place, but can I really make the world a better place? And it actually has come from time to time, this question, and, and I decided that I can't resist. And before I start the show, I just want to say a short story, and then we'll get to the show because we have a very, very packed full show today. i got to share with you something. Three years ago, a, a group of young teenagers were graduating from school. And as it is very common, um, when you graduate from school, you make a video about something or whatever it is, a thought, something nice, something cool, whatever it is. I think they were actually even learning um, video editing in school. And that was their graduation project. Their concept was to go to Tel Aviv in Israel and to just interview uh, some people, what they think about the homeless people, and speak to some homeless people. And see how they view it. And just make a nice video clip, nice understanding about both sides. They started the tour in the city of Tel Aviv. And the first person that was homeless they sat next to, they just started talking to him about his life, about his journey, about what was going on. Three young teenage boys, I think three, maybe there were a bit more. And they were amazed by the story. And they said, you know what, we can't really save this guy because we're kids. On the one hand, on the other hand, we can't just ignore the situation. Um, let's give him one day of fun and see what we can do for him. So they did. That was the concept of the video. They took him to get a haircut. They took him to have pizza with them in a restaurant. They just had a fun day. They bought him clothes, whatever they can in a budget for one day only. At the end of the day, they said goodbye and left him. That was their their one thing of kindness. We could imagine that it ends there, but we know it doesn't. It wouldn't have made the radio in South Africa. However, they, when they moved on, this person who was went back to his private world felt a bit lonely, but he had already the taste after so many years of living in the streets and prison and etc. And he actually called one of the radio shows in Israel um, that was dealing with matchmakers and sh- shared his story. And people showed interest more and more and more. And just a few months ago, he actually got engaged and started a new life. He's about to get married. We're talking about somebody in his 60s who was taken off the street. He shows in the video that he was actually ready to take his own life. And within three years, he changed everything. All because of three teenagers who 
spend two hours listening to his story and a few more hours buying him something to eat and to drink. One time, once off. So if you want to tell me that you can change the world, I don't think that's a fair statement. I think that anybody can try and can influence the world, change the world. And if you don't believe me, I'll give you his name. Just go onto YouTube and check. His name is Tzion. I think they even gave him a nickname in Israel. Tzion uh, no I don't... You'll figure out how to Google translate it or, or look for it on YouTube. Tzion Bismuth is his name. Unbelievable story. Look it up. So before the next time you tell me that, uh, what do you mean that changed the world? How do we make the world a better place? Yes, you can. Anybody can. And just to continue with that, I have here two young guys who are going to change the world with this exact concept of taking one day for a person with unbelievable leadership to help one time at somebody who is going to dialysis to sh- shadow him for the day and help him. One day it's for uh, lonely soldiers, etc. But you know what? Let's hear it from them. Good afternoon, Omar and Rui. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you Thanks very much for having us. Welcome to South Africa. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, you're here on a mission for an organization called Nefesh Yehudi. Right. Tell yeah. us about it. Yes, yeah, so um, Nefesh Yehudi, it's a relatively small organization in Israel, but enormous in its depth. And uh, it started its way by uh, giving scholarship for students and uh, in exchange offers them to learn a bit more about our tradition, about our culture, but the Torah and the Gomorrah and uh, the Mishnah and um, giving them opportunity to be exposed for some doctrines that we as secular people are not uh, given this opportunity um, in the day-to-day life. And uh, so it started his way by giving up scholarship, but it goes way beyond just hearing some lectures and uh, weekly meetings. Um, I'm in this organization over two years now, and uh, I was never frowned upon, nor have I been um, refused from taking steps of responsibility, of organizing meetings and uh, talking to people, going abroad, networking, and again, learning more and more and uh, getting more connected. As cliche as it sounds, this organization Mm -hmm. really uh, connects between people's heart. And um, I think that the fact that we are here and we just had a lovely Shabbat. Okay, we'll get to that very shortly. Uh, Let's stay with uh, the cliches that we love. But uh, And later on, we are going to have more people from the organization that experience from the other side experience, the tour experience, the Shabbos. They've spent a week in South Africa. Um, But before we go on to that, we do have to take a short ad break. When we come back, I want to hear more about the leadership organization um, because the students I will hear from them when they come in a few minutes. Uh, Let's hear from you about how how do you become in your young age? I mean, I look at you, um, young students um, in, in a leadership program which is a religious organization with, I don't know if you identify yourself as religious, but you're into everything. So it's fascinating. A short break and we will be right back. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. 101.9 We are back in the middle of a fascinating discussion with Omer and Roi, who are students in the leadership program of Nefesh Yehudi here on a tour in South Africa. Um, they've been in quite a few places around the world. And we just started talking a bit before the break about the leadership program. And 
anything you want to ask, share with Roy, share with um, Omer, anything you want to add to the conversation, 34519 is SMS line, or 061-895-1019. You can get us on Telegram, 061-895-1019, Telegram, or even call in, 010-140-3020. Omer, right before the break, you were starting to tell us a, tell us a bit about the leadership program. When we talk about leadership, how do you become a leader? What do you do to start uh, influencing the world, yourself? Give us a bit of a starting point and direction. That's a great point. Uh, You talked a bit earlier about changing the world for the better, which is an issue that a lot of young people nowadays are facing and want to be a part of. And it's a bit tricky because I think that the way to change the world is first and foremost change yourself, be a leader for yourself. You know, it says uh, in the Gomorrah, I think that it's harder to be a leader for yourself and control your own needs and your own body than to rule a city. So I think that a true leadership... Uh, <laughs> in South Africa, it's for sure accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, okay. So um, I think that uh, what Nefesh UD, which is the organization that we're part in, is trying to do, and uh, also ramps it up by this leadership program is um, taking students from all around Israel and um, giving them the opportunity to develop themselves. Um, and um, When you say develop themselves, what do you mean? Um, I mean... Um, you personal know, not, not, growth. Not, yeah, personal growth, not, not big... Uh, ideas of uh, I'm going to do this for the world and this for my city. First and foremost, um, take care of your own physical and mental health. And if you have some power left, take care of your family, take care of your uh, relationship, your parents. And I think those topics have a lot in common with our Jewish tradition, with our Jewish heritage, and it goes very well together. And uh, from my personal experience, uh, as much as I learn about this, about our culture, about our roots, uh, the more I can see ways that I can be a better person, a better friend, a better son to my parents. Hopefully, I succeed in doing it. And um, <laughs> I hope they're listening. Yeah. They'll hear the podcast. But yeah. but when you say a better person, is there still passion today? Looking at young students, kids even in school still, are there still kids wandering around still saying, "I'm going to change the world. I'm going to make the world a better place." Or we're going into, I don't know, I'll be a celebrity, I'll be rich, I'll be this. Is that passion still around? Uh, yeah, and I think it, it's mostly it's found in the lack of meaning and lack of purpose that people um, uh, find themselves in. You know, when they're not trying to be a better person and a better family member, um, they're bumping into this void of meaning, which... Uh, those programs try to to tackle and to maybe give them some extra meaning for their life and again not not in some uh, great unachievable plans but um you know develop yourselves do what you uh, you want to do without harming others and uh, control your, your 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 yourself your physical and mental health so and, are you uh, identifying like this emptiness in the teenagers, or when you look around you in your university, your college, your community, what is it that you're talking about that people have don't really have today? A self um, achievement, interest, feel empty? Yeah, I think nowadays everything is, um, I'm gonna say, too easy, too trendy. 
Um, it's uh, I don't know. We it's don't like, absorb. I, I want to ask you about that because it, it seems like if somebody wants to grow and achieve. They need to absorb information. Right now, all our information is coming on social media. Almost, you see something nice, you don't even have time to absorb it. You just post on, share, pass on to the next person. You have no time. You're sitting on a hike. You're here in South Africa. You see beautiful things. Before you even sit and just enjoy the beauty of nature, you take a picture and pass on. Nothing is coming into us being part of who we are. Yeah, I think it's really hard to enjoy something without really... Um, take a good look at it, a deep look at it. And uh, from my experience, what uh, the what Judaism gives us, what our, our Mishnah, the Gomorrah, the, the Torah uh, gives us is the opportunity to dig deeper. And um, the more I dig, the less I see any bottom. And it's amazing because you also you always have this endless opportunity to, to learn more, not just about the meta, the metaphysical stuff, but also things that are related to you, to your day-to-day life, to your family, to your friends. Uh, what do you do when you get up in the morning? What do you do before you go to bed? And I think that a lot of people, especially youngsters in, in, in our age, are missing that and are missing this kind of framework which they should, um, they should work in. And I'm not talking about strict, strict rules. I'm talking about um, when you're talking about the opposite, everything is allowed and everything is the, in the name of freedom and I can do everything and I can be everything. And people are lacking this kind of framework to um, to, to be in. Are we lacking boundaries today? Um, yes, yeah, some of us. But I think it's uh, we see a great movement all around the world, especially in Israel where I live, um, towards wanting boundaries again. You're defining when you say I look into Judaism almost like a like water puddle. That if you're standing on the surface, you have no idea how deep it is. But only the deeper you go in the ocean, the deeper you see that it's just endless. And it's uh, is it touching like every base of your life as you go in, or you can see that um, you know there's a concept of the the Jewish law, etc. Where does the Judaism find you in your personal life? I think it depends a great deal on your imagination and your intellectual skills but everything about judaism and about our culture and tradition you can connect in some way to your day-to-day life even if in um, first look it doesn't seem like that there's a you know there is the the pardes uh, four layers of meaning for everything in judaism yeah almost everything we learn through our books so if you dig deeper and deeper and deeper you you will you will find a meaning that can relate to your uh, day-to-day life and uh, if you can leverage that to um, to improve your life to improve your your even your profession even the way you 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 sit down and concentrate in things the way you behave to other people the way you're doing chesed to your community hopefully if you have some power left so uh, so yeah you can really find it in judaism um at the same token you can find it in in nietzsche or shakespeare or uh, or einstein but uh, we, we were talking about the spiritual aspect of life and the lack of meaning in people's life so i think it serves a great hunger is there anything else that people can enjoy today because you know, with all social media and everything happening, I mean, I've heard from many friends that have toured the world, and even me myself, places I've went around the world, 
I don't remember going to a country and seeing something new, being surprised, being inspired. I've seen pictures of anything. And you're thinking of a trip, so you Google the place first. And you get into the cab in the city that you've never been to and generations of your family have never been to. And the streets look familiar. There's not, there, it's very hard to find any excitement in it, any different area. Or you're identifying some excitement in some other places, or it's only around this leadership in Judaism that people can find depth. No, no, I'm sure, I'm sure that fun and being excited, it's not something that is preserved only for, for Judaism. You can find a lot of joy in other professions, in other doctrines. Uh, I know people who are not related at all to Judaism, Jewish and, and, and not Jewish alike, that are very joyful and fun and their life are full of meaningless. Uh, but what kind? It's the kind of meaningless of, that has to do with leadership, with boundaries, with uh, thinking, with creating, not so much with absorbing anymore. Yeah, that's the thing. I think, I think you can find uh, fun and joy in, in, in almost everything that, that your heart wants. But the question is, does this fun and joy gives you meaning and does this fun and joy gives you meaning that lasts for 20 years and and does it give you uh, a meaning that lasts for 20 years and also for you and your family and your uh, and your uh, spouse um and i think that in order to achieve this kind of meaning you have to really um dig deeper and uh, not settle with uh, you know shallow uh, trendy and 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 too easy subjects uh, that we're all surrounded by. Okay, before we go into let's go into the practical side of things. Before we go, anything you want to add? Do you have any comments, any points, any questions, any thoughts? Three four five one nine is the SMS line. Oh six one eight nine five one zero one nine is the Telegram. And we're in the middle of a uh, fascinating discussion with Omer and Roi from the leadership program of Nefesh Yehudi on the practical level. What do you do to connect to the world to inspire? Do you go out to reach to the people that need? Do you go on tours? Give me some actual things that you do. So again, I repeat this this point because I think it's very important. I think that first you have to set the better, the best example that you can set, and um, and if you're lucky, you're doing it with a smile on your face, and you show other people that it 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 really is uh, good for you, and. Um, Okay, so where do you find the people that you want to uh, share your smile on the face to? Uh, whoever wants to listen. You know, at Nefesh UD, um, myself and also the people that I, that I have met, we're not forcing anything on anybody. And uh, if people want to listen, the organization itself is very welcoming. And I think that peop- it's important for people to have their own questions in their mind rather than just... Uh, shove them with with answers and say to them, uh, I know this and I know that. Um, like we said before, there's a great hunger for uh, for spiritual uh, awakening nowadays, and we are there to to offer them um, this this kind of material. And on the practical level, yes, we're doing a lot of um, charity programs. Uh, last year, we took part in a great uh, delegation of. Uh, over 100 students from Israel to Madrid and to New York in uh, to Spain, to Spain, yeah, okay. uh, in cooperation with the uh, Olami organization, uh, and of course Nefesh UD, which is um, which is greatly managed by uh, Rabbi Ilani and uh, Aaron Wolfson, and uh, we use I don't want to say use those students, but those students um, 
show us that they want to give back to the community and uh, participate in a lot of chesed uh, uh, projects such as um, helping lonely soldiers in the IDF. So you connect with these students. So you talk about 100 students from Spain and from New York that came to help um, students. Or you guys went there to help. We connect them on the spiritual level, and then we give them the opportunity to give back to the community. Now, of course, not 100% are willing, nor they have the time to do that, but uh, a lot of groups do find the time and uh, the, the power and the will to do that and to give back to the community. Um, again, because I think that they feel that it fulfills them in a way. It gives them meaning. It gives them responsibility. It's not just a shallow bit of fun. So... Maybe we can define a bit. Do you see when you go around the world and you see students from different countries? Do you what kind of cultures do you meet? Differences around the world, things that you could achieve by learning from different societies and and growing from each other. Uh, there is always a lot to meet, especially from other cultures and people that um, you don't know for the first um, for the first meeting. We could start with South Africa. Have you met here? Yeah, well, I have to say, not, not to put down any other Jewish communities around the world, but the South Africans are the the most warm, uh, in my personal experience, we had a great Shabbos. Yeah, so now we're, we're welcoming you. Now, yeah, we're exactly. pr- now we're proud. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, yeah, you've been here for a week. Yeah. Pretty much. Okay. And what did you find? Uh, the most special thing that I found about South African, um, the Jewish community in South Africa is not is is they lack the urge to put label on you you're secular you're religious you're x you're y you're this you're this you're this you're just a brother you're a sister you're welcome um again jew and not jew alike you're just we're welcome you we we want to hear your story we want to connect and again as cliche as it sounds we just want to uh, create a better world, and it starts by the, the small things, the small conversations, small networking, and um, we have experienced that. I, I say we, and I talk on behalf of uh, a group of fifth, about 15 students from Israel and myself. We have experienced it um, in the last week, and it made us feel very home. It made us feel uh, very welcomed and uh, yeah, just the the smile in your face and your uh, and your nice accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not me. I guess it's the listeners. Um, Roy, yes, share with us a bit. What did you learn in South Africa? Connect to people. I really agree with Omer that this unique community, the Jewish community, is very welcoming and warming, and uh, we really. We really got inspired by all the chesed and the smiles and just come in, come to it with us. Every family wanted to to grab us to their houses and to to feed us the great great food. And <laughs> it's ju- just inspiring to take it, this uh, atmosphere and this chesed back home and to do much better, to improve ourselves and uh, to keep going with our Nefesh UD project and scholar and scholarship and uh, uh, the leadership uh, or, uh, program we have in Nefesh and just inspiring. Having a great time too. <laughs> so when I speak to you and I, and I see you as, and I hear from other people that you are um, on the programs and, and we're looking at the leaders of the next generation of leaders in Israel, after going around the world, and uh, let me talk about South Africa specifically, do you view differently the connection and the bond between the 
Jewish community in Israel and the Jewish community in South Africa, the connection between the countries, which on the government level maybe hasn't been so smooth, but on the people level, it's amazing. How do you view it, and has it changed your perspective in any way? Uh, actually, I didn't uh, know that much about South Africa before coming in and uh, about the Jewish community uh, either. But we see that all the, the community here is really love Israel, wants to visit and made Aliyam one day, maybe, I hope, to see everybody <laughs> back in Jerusalem. <laughs> one day. One day, yeah. Amen. And we, as Omer said, we feel like it's our second home and uh, we feel like they have the need and the, the kindness to share and to give back and want to, to support and uh, even if it's we we met a uh, one guy here at the mall where the a nice uh, breakfast at the mall here and uh, he's from Israel and he's uh, here to is visiting once a year to uh, I can say collect to collect some money for his yeshiva back home and if he comes here once a year for 15 years in a row so that it means that the people that he has to come back to yeah people mm-hmm. he wants to 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 give back, wants to donate, wants to support Israel and the Jews in Israel and wants to spread uh, the message. It's amazing because I actually do hear quite a lot from people because they don't come here for the currency. It's actually for the people and for Mm -hmm. the warmness. Definitely the people. Okay, we do have to take another short break. Omer, one sentence. What have you seen? Yeah, I think what amazed me the most was uh, how much in common do we have you know, it's more than eight hours flight and um, I don't know how how many thousands of miles distance between us. But, um, yeah, like we both said, we got here and we felt like home and we really have a common language, um, sometimes literally and sometimes <laughs> just in our stories and uh, and um, the way we, we talk and understand each other. And, um, yeah, really, it feels like home. So and thank you again. And the and full and connection, yeah? Yeah, and the feel... The, the the connecting dot is again Judaism because we're singing the same song in Israel doing the same traditions the same Shabbos and I think this and is it, the yeah it's all there uh, we do have to take a, a break as I said but it, it is even here on the radio I mean there's every hour every day there's an hour of songs from the Jewish radio in Israel and it's, it's fascinating the connection a short break and we will be right back IFM 101.9 megahertz of life 101.9 We are back in the middle of a discussion, fascinating discussion with Omer and Ru'i about their program and about the leadership. And we do need to move on to the next topic. Before we end off, Omer and Ru'i, if I'd ask you to uh, give me one sentence, what are you doing in leadership? In one sentence. Hmm. Would you say fighting ignorance? Yeah, I think this is a good definition because uh, a lot of love the anti-something that we find nowadays, whether it's anti-Judaism, anti-culture, anti-boundaries, anti-something. Um, I think that in my personal experience, it derives from from ignorance. And uh, people are not really looking into the subjects that they are talking about. And this is a really slippery slope. The so information is not absorbed and it's getting meaningless. Yeah, yeah, and especially nowadays that the information is out there in every corner, in every website, so people are not taking the further steps to look into it deeper. So they just look at it and, okay, I don't agree, and brush it away. So what we're trying to do is to really learn the stuff, even if it's 
very tough, and if it, even if it's very complicated, just to wrap our minds around it and see um, maybe it has something that we didn't think about. Maybe it has some an, another level, another meaning, another nuance that we never th- thought about. And um, and I think I, I'm exploring more and more of that. Yeah. Unbelievable. Roy? Yeah, and for me, it's uh, as, as cliche it will be, it's leading by example, and I can find it, uh, especially when I served in the army, it's definitely when I commanded on the soldiers and uh, on a... A platoon, yeah. Uh, so you need to lead by example, and as you do it in the army, you can take it to your life. You must take it to your life if you're leadership, and to inspire yourself, to inspire other people, and lead by to show them how how a great change you are doing in your life. And it's fascinating you brought the example of the army. I mean, we've had here a few leaders, and they also that in the army you go first in front and you lead you and you lead by example. I want you to stay with us. We do have to take shortly another short break, but before we go on the break, I just want to say good afternoon and introduce you to Gil. Good afternoon, Gil. Thank good you so much for being with us. Good afternoon. Thank you first for uh, hosting us. <laughs> okay. Before we, we will go out for another short break, but when we come back in just a few minutes, I want you to share with us a bit about the journey, the project. You're here um, with these young men and in a project of about 15 students that came here from Israel after a massive a project you've been doing for the past month and ending it off here in South Africa. A short break and we will be right back. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. 101.9 We are back to the last few minutes of the show And right before the break We started the discussion with Gil Vizhnitzer Who's here on a tour Together with the project of Nefesh Yehudi And has explored South Africa After a long journey Tell us a bit about your journey uh, Wow uh, First of all uh, Thank you for the opportunity And um, in one word Amazing You know um <laughs> First, when we came, uh, neither one of us w- uh, was before in Africa or South Africa, and we were amazed. And first, you know, uh, we say in Hebrew, uh, you don't pray, praise a person himself, so close your ears, please. Uh, uh, I love the show, so I don't have that time, so you can <laughs> So uh, we, we must thank you for uh, making uh, uh, our uh, way through this beautiful community. And I must say, we never saw something like this. We travel along the world. Yeah, many of us after the army, uh, after the school, after university. Uh, I think neither one of us ever saw a community and uh, such a united community uh, like this. It doesn't matter if you use Faradi Ashkenazi. And you know, the temple was destroyed because of Sinat Chinam, a free hate. We saw here a free love, a free love and amazing love and amazing hug and uh, we just want to say thank you and more than a thank you to pay it forward to 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 take it with us and this is what i want to talk about we have one minute left what do you mean pay it forward pay it forward I, i i quote one of our members he said i hope i'll get the opportunity to build my own home and in my home i'll have a guest house for guests and do the yeah the welcoming the achnasat orchim like Avraham Avinu, our father, and amazing achnasat orchim yeah welcoming that we want to give it 
uh, more and more and you know share this great love so thank you to Daraba all the people that hear us and we love you really love you and, I, I, uh, I have to say that I think it was a, a complete pleasure uh, watching the the, in, the connection and how you integrated a whole group of 15 Israelis that just came off the plane, students with your whole Nefesh Yudi project of, as um, Omer said before, uh, fighting ignor- ignorance and just getting knowledge and going into depth. It was really amazing, the connection. And I really believe and hope that we will uh, continue the bond and connection between the countries, between the communities, and between, um, I, I guess we could say, our Jewish family. Amen. 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 Amen for okay. So, the representatives of the leadership program of Nefesh Yehudi and the program of um, the whole learning program, experiencing program, thank you so much, Gil, Omel, Roy. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. As every great show, this show has come to an end. In the meantime, keep safe, and we will be back next week, Monday, 2 to 3, Chai with Rabbi G. Enjoy and stay safe.